Welcome to In Touch Podcast. We're Brittany and Nicole, and together we're here to help you figure out what's right for you and your wellness in this fast-paced world. Cool. So welcome, everybody. Today, Nicole and I are going to talk to you about some self-care tips that you can do in the summertime. These are definitely things that you can incorporate probably throughout most of the year, too, but since it is summertime we figured we would take a little bit of extra time to make sure we are utilizing the nice weather and the season to really get in some good full habits Um, and as always we like to start each of our podcasts with a mindfulness exercise so today we're going to keep it short and simple So I just want everybody to take a deep cleansing breath in through your nose. Hold it at the top. Exhale, let it all out. Allow your jaw to relax. If your hands aren't on the steering wheel, maybe you even give yourself a little jaw massage quick. Take another deep breath in through your nose. Hold it at the top. And let it go. One more deep breath in through the nose, hold it at the top, and let it go. So super easy thing we can all do, just come to take those three cleansing breaths. Um, And I know I've been setting a reminder on my phone at the top of each hour to remind me of that. Sometimes I ignore it. Most of the time I try to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, what is this alarm for? I don't know. Ignore (laughs) I'll just keep not breathing. (laughs) Cool. So we'll get right into it. Um, I know we talked about summer already on here, but summer is definitely one of my favorite seasons. This summer has been extremely different from any other summer that I remember, but I've also had a lot of time to reflect and go inward and spend time with myself, which usually my summers are on the go, very social. Um, So I don't know about you, Nicole, but that has been my experience. It's just been really different this summer is like spending more time with myself. Mm -hmm. I, well, for the past three years, I've been in school during the summer too. So it's kind of Mm -hmm. just been, I've been inside a lot. So it's actually nice. This is my first summer, like since those three years that I've been able to like be outside more. And um, I, I feel like I'm not as social in the summer. I, yeah, like, I mm-hmm. used to not be. Um, but I also am living right now like around all my family. So I am kind of social with them, which is nice. Um, but I do like taking like a lot of moments during the summer to like go on a hike by myself or a walk by myself. And like then that's like the time I get to go inward and reflect and, you mm-hmm. know, take time to mm-hmm. treat myself. So. I totally get that. So I have five things that I wanted to share, and I know you have some too, and I know some of ours overlap, but the things that I have been doing this summer that I didn't even really realize were for my self-care that now I've been able to like plug into my self-care. And I just want to prefix this a little bit because it's just, I don't know, we're spiritual people and, and we can understand this, but back in January, I went and had a psychic reading one that I didn't even really feel like I I wanted um, at the time. 
And it was a really cool reading. It ended up being an awesome experience. I didn't go into it with any intention. I wasn't looking for anything. And the psychic told me that I was going to find this like deeper connection with the soil and with dirt and probably with gardening. And I just remember thinking like, Hmm. yeah, okay. I worked like three different jobs and I would much rather just pay somebody to get my produce. Um, So then who would have known (laughs) that COVID season would be here and we'd be doing like these freedom gardens and everybody's spending more time at home. And it, it is a big theme. I think of, the summer that people are getting more active in their gardening so I've never had a garden before other than an herb box um, and I, I grew some herbs outside of my kitchen but this year I took it upon myself to do some research on mostly YouTube but I read some books too and I was able to put in my very own garden so I'm super privileged and fortunate to be able to have a yard that I'm able to do that with I was able to borrow a neighbor's rototiller so the ground could be turned up and used. I have access to running water that makes my life a lot easier to be able to have the garden. And I'm definitely an amateur. However, I'm so connected. (laughs) I love it so much. I look forward to weeding my garden and being out there barefoot, hands in the dirt, um, it's just so cool because that was something I could never picture myself doing. And I definitely couldn't picture myself doing it at this point in my life being 28 years old. I thought that'd be more something I found like in retirement. Um, right. And I, I guess like another part of it that's really cool that I haven't thought about too much is that my grandfather who passed away on uh, or when I was like four years old, He was a produce farmer on like a grand scale, Uh, but it was, I mean, it wasn't like this huge commercial farm or anything, but he just had like 40 acres of land that he would grow cabbage and potatoes. Um, And then he also had a really booming vegetable stand business. So now, yeah, I've had these moments of connection of like, oh my God, like these seeds were sown for me. before and I didn't uh-huh. even realize like this is a part of my DNA and no wonder I'm really connected to feeling that way so it's been really good for my mind body and spirit I'm getting out in the sun I'm getting connected to the earth obviously like it's really grounding um, it can be frustrating too like you know when things die um, but you live and you learn and I'm like oh okay next year I won't put this here I'll put this there or next year I'm going to just buy that stuff from the farmer's market and not grow it myself. Um, <laughs> you know, things like that. So I've had a mm-hmm. lot of fun figuring it all out. Uh, I still have such a long ways to go, but it's so cool to watch something basically that you gave or assisted in giving life to grow and then you can consume it. I just think it's really brought me back yeah. to nature. It's mm-hmm. so rewarding. Like I said, it can be frustrating too, but like I've already learned so many lessons and just like things you don't think about, like the pH of the soil and certain things like sun in the morning or other ones like sun in the afternoon. It's just been really cool and interesting to figure that all out. I just, I love plants in general. I think they're here to really help us. Um, and 
I am fortunate to have a big backyard to do this in, but anybody can start a garden in their home. Um, you know, maybe all you have is a windowsill and a pot that you can put basil in, but like we all have that ability if you have access to light um, and water to, to yeah, do that. I mean- so I think like I kind of jumped in and maybe you almost took on more than I could handle in the beginning. Um, but then I've, I've gotten better as the summer has gone on and I figured out like ways to keep the weeds down naturally. And that was a big thing for me too, was I didn't want to use any chemicals, pesticides. I wanted my seeds to be organic, but again, it's like, do what you can with what you have right now. And I definitely, was given like some plants that I knew weren't organic, but I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to still take care of these and I'm going to eat them still. And I know that I gave them a good life and I did what I could with um, what I, I had to work with. Yeah, definitely. And like my sister, I have three sisters and my oldest sister, they're, they both like are into gardening a lot. Um, and my oldest one, like, she grew potatoes out of like a five um, gallon bucket. People said it couldn't be done. And she did. She like just threw some old potatoes that had like yeah. eyes on them um, and grew them in a bucket. So like, even if you live in like a city, if you have a little porch that's like outside, like, you can totally do that or, you know, try to grow anything, yeah. tomatoes or whatever. Um, it is just like so rewarding. And as you said, it's like a, a mind, body and soul thing because you're outside, you're in the dirt, it's grounding it's like meditative almost also you're exercising your brain um you're exercising your body um and then you just feel good because you're creating something as you said and you get to consume it and it nothing tastes better than like a vegetable out of the garden (laughs) like it doesn't even compare to what you buy in a store or even you know at a farmer's market when you've grown it it's like 10 times better um so I do really like you know having people get out and experience gardening, even if you're not like super into it, as you said, like just even the herb box, everyone, you know, even if you're use- making mint for yeah, a mint mojito, <laughs> whatever it is, it's And if you think still about good. it, like when we buy stuff from the grocery store, which obviously is awesome that we can do that, but typically it's already been picked for like two weeks by the time we actually get it in the, I mean, two weeks is a minimum right. by the time it gets on the truck and to the store. Um, so by the time we get it home and you have it in your fridge for a week, now maybe it's three, four, five <laughs> weeks old. And then it's like, no wonder the produce goes bad so quickly. So the stuff you get from your garden is going to last longer. Plus then you can figure out ways to like can it and freeze it and preserve it in, in really healthy and natural ways. And same thing if you're buying from a farmer's market, at least that came fresh from that farmer's garden. They probably picked it the night before or that morning. And you know that it's not mm-hmm. two or three weeks old by the time you get up. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's good for your, good for you, nutritionally. Yes. Definitely. So another thing I've been doing a lot is walking and walking by myself, walking with my dog um, and walking with friends. I do think like safety is a huge piece in all of this. And I find that there are certain areas like I don't love to walk on the road, whether I'm like afraid somebody's going to take me out with their car as they're driving by and they can't see me. 
Um, plus also like valid concerns of, you know, being kidnapped or something like that. So I do like to walk with friends. I like to walk in nature. Like I know you said hiking. Um, and I think it's just important because we're getting out in the sun, but now with social distancing too, being able to go on a walk with your friends might be the only like form of interaction that you can have with them because you can keep keep a safe distance and you're outside and it's a good way to just catch up with your friends but you're also getting in the exercise and the sunshine too yeah I love walking like it's like the only exercise I actually like Mm -hmm. half the time um and I totally agree like I I walk on the roads like where I am right now but just because if I just want to go out quickly like there's no really trails nearby um, but I also live in like a rural area, so, yeah. you know, walking in the road isn't that big of a deal. Um, but I do, I definitely like going like into the woods more, um, and getting like lost in nature and having that surround you and just having none of the, um, you know, none of the busyness of <laughs> town or anything around you. And it's just you and like the birds and the trees and stuff. Um, I know I just went on. I've always been afraid to hike alone because I get lost like super easily. And plus like hiking's like more dangerous, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you've never been on the mountain. Um, but I just went on my first solo hike um, on a mountain I've never been on before. And thankfully I picked one that was like really good trails and everything. So I didn't get lost, yeah, but that was so empowering too. like go on this mountain, like completely alone. I don't know anything and like make it to summit and make it all the way back down, like by myself and, like, just to be able to, like, sit at the top, like, by myself and enjoy that and relish in that is, like, really, it's just, like, really good for my mental health, at least. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. And I'm sure, like, the more that you do that alone, like, the more confidence you'll build up, too. I would just say, like, always make sure somebody knows where you are and what time you're supposed to be returning um (laughs) yeah I definitely do that because I'm like yeah if you don't hear from me in like three hours assume I'm lost or a wild animal has attacked Mm -hmm, me (laughs) mm -hmm. so it's just always good Um, to have that safety piece in mind (laughs) definitely I feel like as women too we always have that in mind yes and and we need to also you know think about the fact that we are women in our last episode we talked about different phases within our cycle and I don't know about you, but it doesn't matter where I am at as far as like if I'm on my period or if I'm ovulating, like a walk always sounds good to me, especially if one of my friends texts me and is like, let's go on a walk. I am like down for that no matter what Um, versus if you were like, hey, let's go hit up a cardio kickboxing class. I might be like, "Mm, yeah, I got something else going on. Yeah, for sure. Like I can always, I will always go for a walk, like even in like the winter, if it's just on like a treadmill or something, or even if it's outside, if it's mild out, like, yeah, it's such a like, almost relaxing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Relaxing activity, even though it is exercise in a way. Yeah. Um, And I used to always use like headphones and have to have music or a podcast going. But Mm -hmm. I'm just appreciating more and more listening to the birds, being aware of what's Mm -hmm. going on, and actually, like, being in that moment versus having, like, several things going on at once. Yeah, I definitely, it depends on my mood. Like, if I go early in the morning, I like having, like, a podcast because it kind of gets me started. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, a lot of the other times if I go in the afternoon, like, I like 
not having listening to anything and like taking in my environment as you said it's um I think I don't know it's meditative in a way and helps kind of ground yourself yeah yeah and speaking of meditation that is another thing that's on my list I have been mixing it up though a lot with my meditations this summer and because I've had I don't necessarily want to say more time because my days still go by really quickly, but I've had more control over my schedule. So I like to start and sort of like end my quote unquote work day with meditation. So I'll start my day with a meditation. And typically I like to do this within like 10 to 15 minutes of waking up. I have like my warm lemon water. I send my hubby out the door to go to work during the weekdays and then I get my pillow out and I sit on it and I do a meditation. It's either something completely silent or a guided meditation. So I do that in the morning. It starts my day off. And if I don't do it, I, I notice a difference about me. I'm quicker. I'm holding my breath more throughout the day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then now that we're kind of all just working from home, I found this really cool balance of at like four o'clock when I want to end my work day, I will do another meditation. And that kind of solidifies to me that now it's relaxation and winding down time and time for me again. So I'll do usually a breath work meditation. And I've been really obsessed with Wim Hof's. Um, he's the Iceman, if anybody's heard of him. He has a really cool breathwork YouTube video for beginners. And it's all about doing these like super deep breaths um, in and out without doing any pause in between. And then you hold your breath for like 30 seconds. Um, and there's a lot of science behind it. It makes me feel really good. If you haven't listened to a podcast with Wim Hof on it, you're missing out because he's just like a cool guy. He drinks Heineken's he swears but like he's super mindful <laughs> and down to earth um, yeah he's a little he's a little crazy like I, he's definitely a little I, crazy um and then I was able to kind of like put my own spin on it though in like a more feminine approach so like mm-hmm. when I'm doing the breath work like I'm moving more like where I think he stays more still but I just found uh-huh. it, it works better for me to do like some actual like movements with it um, yeah so So yeah, that's been really cool for me doing the two meditations a day. And it's really just taken me to the next level of getting in touch with my mind, body and spirit. Yeah, I used to, I need to get back to meditation, but I used to do it um, every morning at work before I went off to see my patients, I would take, do a 10, five or 10 minute, I think it was 10 minute meditation. And I noticed like a drastic difference just with like consistent like 10 days like there was a huge difference in my whole like mental like capacity and being like I was just happier um I didn't like snap as much like Mm -hmm. whether it was my coworkers or when I was home or whatever it was um I didn't feel as stressed out so I definitely I mean this is definitely something people can do any time of the year yeah um and we should be doing every all day every time of the year but um yeah, that and the, the Wim Hof, if anyone's um, interested to, I haven't listened to him on a podcast, but, and I'd h- have heard of him before this, but I saw um, 
was Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah, Netflix show one. about like her goop mm-hmm. company? He was on that, and that was interesting too. If you want to see like more visual representation yeah, of point. him and his method and stuff, um, and it's definitely not for everyone. No. I haven't tried it myself, but like if you are, if it doesn't resonate with you, and you get like bad, like I don't know, just like that type of breathing, just some can trigger some things mm-hmm. in some people. Mm-hmm. Um, just as like as a PSA. Like, don't make yourself pass out. Yeah, and breathwork can be really emotionally triggering, too. I think that's why I was resistant to it, because I would get really Mm -hmm. frustrated. Mm -hmm. Then I leaned into it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take this time to explore and let things come up. But it it just all of a sudden, like, clicked and resonated with me. It wasn't always that way. Like, I was like, breathwork, I, I breathe all the time. So... Um, that was a cool thing to sort of stumble on, but it's been really helpful for me. And I just want to like encourage everybody to like, we're in this time right now where we're on so many like zoom meetings and everybody's here, but we're not like really that connected. And maybe you feel uncomfortable doing this, but I, I want to kind of challenge everybody that the next time you get on your zoom meeting or whatever it is, and you're all together, Maybe just have everybody take a deep breath in and out right as you start the meeting and just notice if there's like a different shift because I've been doing that in mine and they probably all think like, okay, what does this crazy lady want from me now? (laughs) But it's been really cool. And then they're just colleagues of mine I'm doing it with and they're not on the same page as me. Like we all have different disciplines that we teach, but it's been kind of cool to bring that in. And I think it just sets the tone. So even though it's Mm -hmm. not like a technical meditation, but it's just that one mindful breath in and out. Yeah. It just kind of clears everyone out before you start, you know, the whatever conversations you're going to have. And maybe if someone had a bad morning and they're bringing that energy to the meeting, taking that one deep breath might help them calm down and settle from, you know, and not bring something else into the meeting that's not even related to it. Yeah. So I think that's really, I think it's really cool. And in this like climate that we're in where we're really just discovering, and I'm sure most of us knew, but like we're all so diverse and that is such a hot topic right now with race and community and differences, but we all breathe. So I Mm -hmm. think when we put that into perspective, it does give us a deeper sense of connection. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then another thing that I think is really important to focus on during summer, but all year round is hydration and good quality water too. I mean, we're not all fortunate to have access to high end water filters, but I think it's important to start looking at not only how much water you're drinking, but where does it come from? What's in the water? And if all you're doing is making sure you're staying hydrated and drinking water, then that's awesome. You're doing it right. But then you want to take it to the next level. Maybe you start to consider having your water tested or getting a water filter, making sure like the pH level of your water is at an optimal place. Maybe not drinking out of plastic water bottles if you're able to do that and avoid that. So I think hydration is always important but in the summer months we need so much more water to keep us hydrated especially we've been having I I think the hottest summer I remember um Mm -hmm. our my life so just (laughs) staying hydrated 
And then if you want to start to take it to the next level and do your own research around whether if it's like pH or what's actually in your water, how you're consuming your water, I think that's really important to to start to consider. But first and foremost, just make sure you're getting that hydration in. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people, I'm guilty of it. I'll like go all day and be like, I don't think I drink water today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I definitely have noticed it has been a really hot summer and like I have noticed an an increase in my water intake and I'm trying to be a little more mindful about it because dehydration can happen so quickly and heat stroke and all that stuff. So yeah, um, it's definitely super important to remember to stay on top of. Right. And if you start thinking like, okay, you know, maybe when you start to correlate, if you're dehydrated, you're not going to be functioning as well. Your mood isn't going to be on point. Your skin's not going to be as clear, especially like I know probably a lot of our listeners are like over 21 and it's summertime when you want to have some cocktails. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you need to overcompensate with water if like you are going to be, you know, eating the, the fun foods and drinking the fun drinks too. Right. Definitely. Um, Something that's really helped me is flavoring my water with nice, healthy things such as fresh herbs from my garden, like the mint. Or then you Mm -hmm. can start to really play around like with rosemary and basil and thyme, um, mixing in a little fruit. So if you have like something you can like diffuse, like maybe one of those pitchers where you can put it in. And I find that like if I do that and like leave the pitcher out, um, because I, I think you're kind of like on the same page as me as like not doing the ice cold drink. Yeah. So like, I'll leave my pitcher out that I've already put my filtered water in and my fruit and, um, my herbs and I'll just like drink from that all day. That's just my thing. But if, if the only way you'll drink water is if it's ice cold, then, then drink your water ice cold. But I think Nicole and I both are into the more room temperature water and not as icy and we can talk more on that probably another time but yeah I mean that was kind of one of my pointers for summer self-care stuff is like try not to drink ice water um Mm -hmm. because in Chinese medicine we view um when you eat cold things or drink ice water or have a lot of raw foods that injures your your stomach and your digestive organs um, it can cause like diarrhea and all these other issues but even in the summer um I think ice water actually technically makes you more thirsty is something I've heard that I don't know if that's true Mm -hmm. but I'll I'll take it yeah (laughs) um but like even with like watermelon and like cucumber like all your vegetables and stuff try to keep them like out of the fridge and just keep eat them at like room temperature um because it's just better for our digestion and like Mm -hmm. a lot of those foods in the summer are cooling anyway um especially when you eat them in in a raw form and they're just cooling their nature is cooling so when we add putting them into the fridge too it's just like a storm of ice coldness that's like gonna freeze your insides so yeah um that's like one of my tips and for like summer stuff yeah um, just from a Chinese medicine perspective no and it makes so much sense and it might be kind of hard for you to get off of the ice water but now like I'm like a little bit grossed out by drinking ice water not grossed out but like it doesn't feel good in my stomach um, yeah and I prefer not to do it so my husband thinks that I'm weird that I never <laughs> use ice cubes but I just don't care about them anymore and then um, yeah. you guys all probably know too that I 
love doTERRA essential oils and their citrus oils are made from like the the actual pure real fruit lemons or grapefruits or whatever and I will do like a drop or two of that in my glass of water I would not recommend doing any other essential oils besides doTERRA because I can only speak on those ones but they're really safe and healthy to put in your water and then they also like really encourage you to drink water plus they have all the cleansing properties um, that the citrus fruit has on our body anyways so I think it's a good way to sort of like detox get in that water and then also like you're getting the nice taste of lemon or grapefruit or lime and it encourages at least me to drink more water yeah definitely I love flavored waters mm-hmm. like the spa like the spa water they have mm-hmm. and I think <laughs> it's fun to get creative with it like you might yeah. have these weird combinations of like thyme and blackberry that are awesome tasting. right yeah that sounds awesome yeah love it if you have like yeah fruit or stuff going bad in the fridge or you know it's not bad yet but you want to use it up before it does like throw it in your water <laughs> absolutely no such a good idea and like no waste that is such mm-hmm. a big theme for us anyways so there's really no reason to be wasting your fruits and vegetables especially when you can infuse your water with them making sure that you are doing what you need to supplement and get your vitamins in um mm-hmm. I know for me, when I'm not on as much of a schedule, I'm not as good with taking my vitamins and supplements. And I think that that's an individual journey for everybody. And you should consult with your healthcare providers to figure out which vitamins are essential and in things that you are lacking in your day to day life. But I do find that even though I'm eating really nutritiously and like out of my garden, I eat less in the summer. And it makes me feel um, almost like I'm deficient in some ways. Like I can get this like really low energy and then I'll think about it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have been eating like, and you know, we're, we're not all perfect. I've been eating maybe only like one big meal a day and a couple little snacks or something like that because on hot days, I just don't really feel like eating. Right. Um, so I'm not saying like don't eat, but in our modern traditional American diet we're not getting all of our nutrients and supplements that we need anyways and then if you are like eating less or maybe like less variety in the summertime it's really important to just make sure that you're in check with having high quality supplementation and vitamins if you're able to do that um so maybe that's something we can like talk about on a whole nother episode or level because I don't want to like I think that deserves more recognition and time, but that's something really important. And I look at it from a self-care aspect is like, am I taking my vitamins every day? And Mm -hmm. I know that when I skip a day or two or three, I notice lower energy levels. My skin might not look as good, things like that. So I think in the summertime, it's easy to fall off the bandwagon with supplementation and just maybe setting another reminder on your phone or putting like a post-it note up in your kitchen or on your fridge or something like that. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, we should always try to get our vitamins and minerals from the foods and our nutrition. Um, But it is, it is hard to get them all. Um, The summer's like the best time too, because we have so many fresh Mm -hmm. um, foods available. 
Um, but definitely trying to eat regularly is so like critically important to regulate our blood sugar uh, and to help with healthy hormones and healthy body and everything. Um, that if our blood sugar is regulated, then we don't get that hangry effect too. Yeah. <laughs> not fun for anybody no. involved. And I um, know it's still something with me that I was just overworked and extended. Mm-hmm. So I was never on a regular eating schedule. Right. So getting there has still been a bit of a process. And now yeah. once it's summer and I'm kind of like busier doing things, I am one of those people who forgets to eat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do too I've been really bad lately actually like I'll get sucked into some kind of project and I'm like it's some 1130 and I haven't eaten anything yet yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I haven't even showered like we need to do something about this thing right um yeah yeah definitely um uh for me something I just thought of um that I really like to do in the summer and I think it's really important for people to do is to reconnect like kind of with your child your your, you know your inner child um I really like going out and stargazing I love that um I and I actually I like to call it moon gazing because I stare often stare at the moon more than anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless you go out during a new moon Mm -hmm. um I just did this recently the other day like I'll sit out there for like 20 minutes like and not even like barely think about anything or I'll think about you know things that contemplating life things and not in like a stressful way just in a contemplative way um and I just I think like people don't do that often now it was something we did as kids you know like oh let's stare at the stars let's try to find you know the different constellations and stuff yeah um and I think it's just like fun to kind of get back to that and do that um and obviously for us up here it's something easily we can do because we're not around any major cities or lights that would you know, pollute the sky. Um, and in the summer for us is like the only time we can really do that because it's actually warm outside. I know. Um, and the only other thing, I guess one of the other things, um, we talked about walking, which I really like, but I think for everyone that may live in upstate New York or in the climate that we deal with is like for exercising wise, like shake it up, like try to do everything you can outside. Like, mm-hmm go biking and go swimming and you know go running or walking or whatever it is rollerblading like um because we're stuck inside for so many months here like why would you want to perform any more just you know routines inside yeah (laughs) try to take as much as you can outside and I think you know for people like that live in the south that might be listening to this um obviously do the opposite like stay inside when it's like 90 degrees and there's like 60 yeah. percent humidity or more like do not go running outside like that's crazy yeah <laughs> like stay inside for those three months that it's hot um but like just shaking up your routine can help with like because we just it gets mundane when you do the same thing you know month after month and Absolutely. it's nice to like change it up the routine a little bit it's really good for um our brains to change routine yeah. it, it makes them grow and keeps them um plastic or have some plasticity to them so yeah even if it's like before the heat of the day and you bring your Mm -hmm. laptop out or your phone and you bring up like a hit workout and you can do it outside like how awesome to be able to do that and I swear the time goes by quicker when you're outside Mm -hmm. doing a workout than if you're you know in your garage or basement or something like that um and just you had me thinking too of going back and connecting to that inner child 
I mm-hmm. have a rebounder, which is just one of those like little trampolines. And mm-hmm. I love that thing. I jump on <laughs> it every morning. I know it's great for like lymph movement. And if anybody follows like Tony Robbins, the life coach, he recommends it just for like success throughout your day. And like, it just is a good way to start your day. But it also makes you feel like you're a little kid. And if you can't smile while you're jumping on like a trampoline rebounder I mean it's tough not to smile (laughs) and I know it's not for everybody and like when I started first doing it (laughs) TMI but I would definitely pee a little so (laughs) now that I have done it more and more and more and I didn't even ever have kids uh, I don't do that anymore (laughs) so I do think it's doing something for my pelvic floor too building up their pelvic floor muscles Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's been really fun to be able to do. And I try to drag that outside, too, on nice days. And I've pulled up, like, cool YouTube video, like, workouts on the trampoline. And it's it was just mm-hmm. really fun. Brings you back to your childhood a little bit there. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. I think these are all really obtainable, fun things that you can do this summer that make your self-care just more of your regimen and your lifestyle and not things you just need to check off your list. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to feel burdened but down by self-care ever. No. Um, and it's that's really just know, like, it's time to mix up the routine too. Yeah. Yeah. Play around. Like even, you know, I was saying just like be a kid. Like I am home right now and like I have younger nieces. So we've been like, jumping on like a, we don't have a small trampoline we have the, the big trampoline uh-huh. like jumping on that and like you know, spraying each other with like water hoses and whatever it is like being so silly and it's just so like freeing to go back to being a kid when you know a time when we really had relatively no stress it kind of helps you release the stress you've been holding as an adult so yeah. just make it fun like you don't have to be like oh I have to go to a walk today like yeah if you don't want to do that do something else like yeah just do something that resonates with you um, and take advantage of the resources you have around you and the environment you have around you. Yeah. And I think we can all ask ourselves, like, you know, what would our seven-year-old self want to be doing? And maybe you can just conform that to something that your 20-something or 30-something-year-old self can do, like, in just, like, a different type of way. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. All right. Did you want to plug your plug your uh stuff in yeah so i have this event that i am orchestrating with some other women on august 29th at 9 a.m to noon um i'm gonna do this virtual women's health event online and i would really like for you guys to reach out to either me or nicole if you want to be a part of that it is going to be a facebook event so if you're not on facebook Um, Maybe you can find somebody who is and you can hop on with them. And basically what it's going to be is all things wellness. I'm going to talk about essential oils. I have an acupuncturist coming on, a nutritionist, a yoga instructor who's going to do some yoga with us. I'm going to lead a meditation. Nicole and I are going to do some table chat about um, women's health and some things that we've gone through. So it's just going to be a cool event to basically be able to do from your couch or your campground or wherever you're at and just learn some tips and tricks and ways to improve your overall 
mind, body, and spirit. That's awesome. I'm very excited for this. It's yeah. going to be so cool. I'm like so pumped and planning it. And like, I was like nine to noon. That's kind of a long time. And now I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I need more Not time. Not enough time. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm really excited. Um, I haven't really figured out yet if I'm going to do a fee or not but if I do it's only going to be like five or ten dollars to just reserve your spot just for that like accountability piece um Mm -hmm. so so yeah stay tuned for more info on that and if you want an invitation make sure you reach out to me or Nicole so that way that happens yeah um and you did you put in your um where they can find you on Instagram they can find me at balanced underscore Britta. So balanced Britta. Awesome. And you guys can find me at essence.acupuncture um, on Instagram. And um, I don't think I have anything else to plug. I just graduated. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't to Thanks. That's fine. <laughs> um so that's exciting, and I'm studying for boards. My first one comes up August 24th, so if you want to put out the good vibes for me on that day and or the weeks leading up to it to give me motivation to study, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of it for me. If you guys have any questions, uh, anything, you can um, message me on my Instagram. Again, that's at essence.acupuncture um, for any questions or um, suggestions for the podcast or you can reach out to us on at in touch podcast on instagram that's our um handle for this podcast and you guys can reach out to us there awesome all right well thanks so much for listening guys yeah thank you bye bye